Hey, listen to me. I don't want any plastics. I don't want any ground floors. And I don't want to get married to anyone. You understand that? I want to do what I want to do. And you, and you would... <gasps> individuals that you can't really get a read on them. Like yeah. You can't tell if you're, you know, clicking with them or if he just hates your guts. <laughs> I, don't think he, I don't think he no, hates your guts. No. Or he's just hard on us. Yeah. For good reason. I mean, but he, he definitely had his favorites. Oh, yeah. Jordan. You're Matt Leiter. Matt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jordan, Jordan, like, our, my, our freshman year, mm-hmm. like when we redshirted, did you redshirt? Or did you mm-hmm. play your first year? Uh, I think I played. Dang. I think I did. I just remember Jordan was like his child. Who's Jordan? Jordan, dude. Tall, like, uh, he was black, but not, he looked mixed. Um, Jordan. Tall, was- like, kind of skinny, athletic. Did you remember his last name? No, dude, I, oh my gosh. Our first year there. Yeah, this is going to kill me, dude, if you don't remember it. I mean, it's alright if you don't, yeah. but. Yeah. Bro, we had like, um. I cannot believe it's short, like a short afro with like blonde tips, kind of. Oh. Dang. Yeah, I just remember Coach Hudgens, like, loved. If you show me a picture loved. of him, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, you would know him immediately, immediately. But, like, Devon yeah. Brown yeah. and, like, Darnell. Darnell, yeah. Yeah, and, like, uh, all those guys. Oh, wait, you don't remember him because he was a linebacker with me. Yeah. Oh, uh, that year. That's but then me and him both became defensive ends. But, Too yeah. many shots to the head. <laughs> yeah, not lying. <laughs> I remember the first time I met you. Yeah. I do. <laughs> How'd that go? Outside the hall door. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I would consider that like a bump in. It was. It was like a bump in. Yeah. We did, it was like a quarter one. Pretty yeah. sure I was taking my stuff in. You were with your whole family, yeah, and your girlfriend at the time. And I guess I was heading your out somewhere. Your girlfriend was there, and really. And I was yeah. heading out, Dang. and I don't know if I initiated it or if you had the question. No, you were heading in. Did you help? You like opened the door, like you hung up in the door, and you were like, mm-hmm. "I think you, you yeah." Know? So, hey, are you doing the hall? And that, you know, hey, I'm Joseph, nice to meet you. And then I think I asked you what room you're staying in. And I, of course, it was, you know, close to us. And I think that was really it. Yeah. 
Very short. You like welcome, you know, you're like yeah. welcome in. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But our first official meeting was in Brian Makey's room and you were playing Call of Duty. <laughs> and I walk in and I think Josh was in there as well. And then we I think it was You guys were there long before I was. Yes, we did. Yeah. I remember. I can't remember how. Well, I guess we knew each other from football. Yeah, that was, kind of, that was our connection. Yeah, but we didn't really talk a lot until you started watching The Office with me. I wonder how that started though. Like, I wonder. That's what I'm trying to remember. Because it turned into I would come over like every other day, and then it would start like every single day. Yeah. And then David started kind of leaving the room more and more. Yeah. And then it was yeah, just you. Yeah, that's right. And then I was like, shoot, I got this water burger here. Yeah. Care about I'd be water. sitting there watching, and like, I just hear my door just like slightly crack. <laughs> yeah. And then it's. Just like a crack, you could barely see. Reach just like looking at me. <laughs> and I'd be like, it's like there's a ghost like watching me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Like, come in, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You sit there and watch The Office. I think it happened in perfect timing, though. Yeah. Because it was kind of the closing on the era before us on Second Hall, like kind of wrapping that whole era up yeah. and then we started that mm. and then that kind of built everything and then Nathan and Ryan eventually kind of combined with us and then yeah you're kind of right kind of snowball from there because like Noah was there uh uh no uh what's what's his last name glasses and then um who's the other who's the other guy uh he's like a big second floor Michael something Michael Sudek not Michael Sudek um, who's a black dude? Ball. Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? You know I don't talking? know his name. I don't think he was kind of. He was funny. Yeah, he I don't think funny. I ever got his name. But he was. He would like always be in the lounge, like <laughs> yeah, watching it in the red zone. He like he lived in the lounge, yeah. bro. That was that was his room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He walked by, just like he knocked out the couch in there. Yeah. The build-up to it was kind of perfect in the way it worked out. Because that kind of gave us time to build up yeah. what we had. Yeah. And then after that, y'all, the next semester, y'all, became roommates? The next, yeah. Yeah, yeah the next year. It took a couple yeah. semesters because I had, I don't know if I was with Ben for a full year. If you were what? With, with Ben, like my first roommate. I thought, I thought you said you had Ben and then Hugo. Hugo, yeah, Hugo's my second one, but I think Ben, um, I think he dropped out, and then I moved in with Hugo on that same side of the hall. Yeah. And then after Hugo, that's when David was kind of wrapping his whole saggy up, and I think yeah. he moved to Idaho or something. And then we were both left with our roommates, and we both knew each other from football, and you're like, well. Yeah. And we even had that office, you know, that connection, yeah. so I was like, well. Might as well move it in. Perfect. And then history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a, when was the first time you guys like 
realized you had something special with the hub? I think That's a good question. So the first like huge event in the hub was when we did our Christmas. Yeah. And we put lights up and we were gonna go what we we went with each other and we were like, let's go to Walmart, let's go all out for Christmas, and let's just get everyone on the hall who we knew at the time and who we didn't know. Let's make a hot chocolate party. Let's make this whole entire event where people can just show up and enjoy our room. It's not the hub, just our room. You see <laughs> yeah. the lights, see the Christmas tree. And then that's when we had like all our posters up, all our flags, we had it all <laughs> decked out. And then people just well, showed we up. We didn't really have much at that point. We had your yeah. your American flag. Yeah. It's kind um, of a Walmart poster. Yeah. yeah. I had my like Baby protection thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the top bunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that was hilarious. Because you didn't want them rolling off. Because I had. I did roll off. Rolled off the top bunk. Yeah. And you know what high those bunks are. Semester, yeah. yeah. And the ground's like just carpet with a little thin, thin layer of carpet on it. Yeah. I thought I broke my collar rolling. I, wo- I woke up in midair, dude. It was. That was a crazy feeling. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, and then after that, that was a huge success, and we got everyone kind of in on it. And kind of over time, like we had the hall devos, we had mm. guy stuff with the midnight proverbs and all that. But each event kind of built up the height of our room. Because we like to deck out our rooms however we could. And then eventually people started showing up more and yeah. more and more and more checking out our room. Because What were some of the, after after your room like became the hub and it was like a stash, what were like some of the hallmark decorations that featured when did we, do you remember when we established it as the hub? I don't think it was till we moved, like, to our second room. No, we called it the hub before that, for sure. Did we? Yeah. We didn't have a sign, but I know we called it the hub for a while. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't know, like, what transpire but I knew that we were like just hanging out in our room one night and we're like man we just noticed the pattern yeah so guys just show, like we'd be we'd just be sitting there mm-hmm. and within a matter of like 10 minutes there'd just be like 10 other guys in our room right our door was never locked never <laughs> yeah and guys just show up and you're like you know what this is like this is like a hub where people just kind of show up and spawn in here. <laughs> Guys we do know, complete strangers. I don't know them. He's sitting on my couch. I don't know him. Do you know him? No. Okay. Yeah. And then what kind of started off as a little joke turned into like this movement. <laughs> that was awesome. That's what we wanted though. Like we wanted that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We knew it was special. The power it had overall. What were some of the like trademarks of the room that you enjoyed throughout its history? 
Gosh, here's a list of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know that one of my favorites, it was called the Hall of Heroes. Dude. And like, we took so much pride in that. And basically the, the Hall of Heroes was a section of our room we dedicated to just pictures of people we thought were like freaking, you know, like heroes. top of the line heroes. Some that may have received recognition, some may have gone on the radar, but yeah. we noticed. Yeah. And it was like sacred ground. Mm. Like you don't touch, you don't mess with all heroes. And so like Zach and I would just go with each other and just say like candidates we thought would go on the wall or whatever. And we, I would go to the library and print off pictures, and we'd have a whole ceremony, dude. It's so legit. All in black and white. All black and white. No color. <laughs> no color. Who are some of like your favorite candidates on the wall? Favorite members of the wall. <laughs> Gosh. Um. I remember <coughs> Zach showed me this documentary on Netflix, which I suggest everyone watches. It's called The Keepers. And he, Keepers that was, that was kind of like Zach and I's thing is we would watch all these documentaries, all these movies, because we're interested in a lot of the same stuff. And so that's kind of how we became close. And he showed me all this really cool um, stuff about thing called The Keepers. And there's this main character in there. It's about Sister Kathy Sesnick. <laughs> and, like, she was the first one on there. Like, if you watch the documentary, like, you have so much respect for yeah. what she did. And you cut her face and boom, <laughs> put it on the wall. At least a hundred on that wall. If not, like, some... It was covered, like, it, completely. Like, it was yeah. completely covered. Remember who the, who the second one was? Was it Sadie? Was it Sadie? I thought it was. It was either Sadie or Bob. Ooh, Bob. It was Bob. I, mean, I think it was because you watch Stranger Things and they're pretty Yeah, Bob from Stranger Things. Was he the one that got eaten? Yes, <laughs> he was the one who sacrificed. Yes. Yeah. Well deserved. It's like oh, acts yeah. of heroism. Okay. Who was Sadie again? That's uh oh from eleven twenty two yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 there's this whole time where we had to take her down because this was back when me and Reed shared a TV still and we would play split screen Rocket League you know <laughs> and uh, we were we were in this game and we made a bet that I forget who all was in there and why the bet was made yeah. But they said that if we lost, we'd have to take Sadie off the wall, and we lost. Yeah. And we were like, we were really upset. Yeah, <laughs> but we, I mean, we played like to the best of our ability. I mean, we couldn't have played better, you know. Yeah, but that was a big deal. Yeah, I feel like every semester the hub upgraded. Yeah, every single semester. <laughs> it was like the town hall. Yeah. <laughs> It, <laughs> it kept getting renovated. Some better, some better, some better. Yeah. 
We just have like this ability, especially you, like you were, you were always good at this. They're just taking these things that were just small and stupid and just running with it. Yeah. And making it this big thing that was mm -hmm. actually fun yeah. and just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we would do the Hall of Heroes ceremony in Winston, have the trumpet. Dude, <laughs> yeah. like that was probably top five funniest comments. <laughs> like the first time. <laughs> he, played, he played taps on the trumpet. That was like, I mean, you couldn't top that. That was incredible. That was uh, that was kind of a bummer because I feel like our um, senior year we didn't get to do the Hall of Heroes that much. I don't know why we there don't were, do it very yeah, often. We did it a few times, but yeah, there's already so much up there. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have a lot of room on our wall, mm -hmm. dude. Our wall. Senior year was unbelievable. Yes, it was. There was uh, there was almost zero zero like white space. <laughs> yes, from like posters to comics. Yeah, to yeah. all our ceiling, all of our yeah, the whole flags wall. were on the ceiling. The whole wall of Marvel comics. Yes. Yeah, I think we had over a hundred comics on the wall. In oh yeah, oh yeah, protected. You can't forget, this is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a representation of what was, but. <laughs> no, we, had, we had some stupid stuff. Like, we had a, like, I remember it. If it was, like, funny or dumb, I'd put it on the wall. Like, Popeye's chicken sandwich wrappers. I'd put that on the wall. <laughs> yeah. You remember when that whole thing was going on? Like, a freaking Popeye shutting down. And then Steven, uh, he, like, left some of his stuff. And... Um, I was digging one of his bins. <laughs> he, had, he had a white banner that said, if you're in trouble, call the police or something. That's some sticker <laughs> like that hung on the wall. And then your sword. Oh, yeah. From. Uh, oh, that cardboard one? Mm -hmm. the, yeah. Just no blank space. Yeah, that, that was our goal. Yeah. Yeah, that was our goal. We wanted zero space. Like when you walked into the hub, you were just overwhelmed. You yeah, you were just it was a wonder. Yeah. Like you were just lost and you didn't know what to look at first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> Sam Cook. <laughs> John Denver, yeah. Yeah. Those those are like the, the forefathers of the hub. Gosh, dude. And then you got all your guitars up there. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I I would say our dorm room could compete with any of the best ones in the nation. Oh, I like dude, for real. 100%. Like, we could compete. Oh, especially with all the furniture in there. And yes. like the, the way we set that up. TVs to furniture ratio. Yeah. Four TVs. Mm-hmm. We'll describe how that happened. Like, because normally you have two people, two TVs. Yeah, so, um, at the time, our sweet mates, of course, were Ryan and Nathan, and uh, us four kind of came to, with a pack, and we said, you know what? Let's make a room designated just for hanging out and just socializing, whatever. And the, <laughs> the other room for sleeping. It was the perfect college dorm room setup. 
like I do. And the middle was the bathroom, of course, your shower, your sinks, whatever. And if you wanted to sleep and you wanted quiet 24-7, you go to the Haven. If you wanted a good time and you want to stay up all night, you go to the <laughs> Hub. And so it was kind of a, a perfect balance. Mm. But uh, we like put like four TVs in there and then the Hub. We had a whole couch. We had two recliners, two... Do we have our futon. beds in there? We didn't have any beds, did we? Um, then we had, yeah, the futon. In the... In the hub. So the futon, my recliner, your recliner, their couch. Yeah, yeah. TV, 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 TV. That's right, we had a futon there too. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you, did you already describe the Haven? Not yet. Oh, okay. No, well, it was, I mean... So we had obviously the bunk beds. Yeah. And how I slept underneath. <laughs> it ended up being a failure. I mean, it didn't last long. Yeah. Yeah. Because the hub was such a highway. It was almost like people couldn't go to their rooms without stopping through the hub. It was almost like a routine for them. <laughs> Because we didn't, you know, our door, there's, we should have took the lock off our door. Our door off, community. Just take the whole door off. <laughs> we don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It worked for a while, but I don't want to mention any names, yeah. but uh, there are some people yeah. that. Like to be a little messy. Mm-hmm. Very messy. <laughs> Very messy. Like food several days old. Messy. I would I would go as far as saying a week old. <laughs> like I've witnessed like boxes of food in the same spot. And of course I'm stubborn, I'm like, I'm not touching that. Like that's so, someone's picking that up. <laughs> yeah. And it's not me. Because I know who put it there. <laughs> I remember watching yeah. a half-eaten burger sit on that on this little yeah. um, like stand-up table mm-hmm. or foldable table. Yeah. I think they sat there for like three days straight. Yeah, just half-eaten, just <laughs> out. What? Why did it stowed away? Dude, the smell of the hub was something that the evolution of it was something I've never experienced. <laughs> well, it was unpredictable. It really it was. was. Like it some was. days it was fine. Yes. And other days it it it, dude, it gave you a right hook when you walked in. You know, the, <laughs> there there's a memory that Zach and I had before you, Joseph. It was called the Day of the Roach. And this is when we were in the first room. Day. And uh, in our dorm rooms, we're given this little this little mini fridge with the microwave built on top. Mm. And every room was kind of accustomed to getting one. And in ours, we kind of noticed, you know, every so often a roach would kind of crawl out of it. And yeah. like, oh, look at crap. Keep your shoe and kill it, whatever. But then over time, we started noticing more and more. <laughs> 
And I'm like, okay, like, what's going on? They need to call exterminator. We need to get some traps. And we put traps in our corners of the room. Yeah. And then one day, the day of the roach, <laughs> we had enough. They were in a shower. They were on the roof. Whatever. So Zach, <laughs> Zach gets his hands on the fridge and pulls it back. Joseph, like, that was monumental in the home. A monumental. Puts it to the side. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I, Zach, I want you to describe like what you, what you saw. Uh, I saw my worst nightmare. <laughs> I, I, I pulled that fridge back, dude. And I saw a larva. Yeah. I saw it was a nest. It was a nest. So there were of, more to cockroaches. Yeah, of German cockroaches. They were, they were giving birth, like on the spot as right. I pulled the fridge back right underneath your nose. Yeah. yeah, dude, just living under our fridge. And I think for probably like ten minutes, we just like were yelling and like screaming, just freaking. Yeah, those giant cowboy boots. Yeah. <laughs> no, these are oh, oh. <laughs> those shoes. Um, we just we just killed all of them. We killed all of them right there. So we had we had multiple approaches to this. So first, yeah. of course, we get the shoes first because we just want to kill. Yeah, them we're all. just <laughs> just debris. Stop. Just, yeah. And then you go and get the chemicals. Yeah. One bottle here, another bottle here. <laughs> And the the aroma in the hub is like it's death. It's toxic. It was like, yeah, it was it was uh, German cockroaches, which are they're the, they're smaller, but they're like worse because mm. I guess they're the ones that like really can like carry diseases and crap. Jeez. And they give off like a smell. Ugh. That was right. that was awful. Yeah, that was. Something I'll never forget. Yeah, I yeah I will never forget that day, dude. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I remember like there'd be times we'd just be like sit, I'd I'd be sitting just playing video games and like looking at my TV and like a cockroach just like on the wall next to me, just like, and that was that became like a daily thing. Right. And normally no, but they don't come out until it's really dark. In the room. Yeah, yeah, but they were everywhere. I think you wanted to re to rearrange the room, though. I think I think that's why we were moving stuff around, mm -hmm. and I just moved the fridge, and it happened to yeah. be where they were at. Yeah, yeah, that was awful. No, we we told, or I think we probably told the RA at the time was like, "Dude, we're getting rid of this. Like, we need a new fridge." Yeah. Oh, I we did get rid of it. Yeah, we got a new yeah. fridge, and we put it in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> We put the tomb of the hall. hall. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, dude. Is that your worst second floor experience? That's just the start of it. <laughs> That's just scratching the surface. Yeah, we haven't even dipped our toes in yet. <laughs> I don't like... Uh, would it be possible to describe an initiation? Is that possible? I think 
the purpose of the initiation is describable, but I think each one is so unique and different that it it's almost impossible. Yeah, and just like I'm, I I would like to see it replicated because I don't think it ever could be like just kind of how we presented ourselves and like. <laughs> It's almost like we just bought into it so much that people knew of it and they wanted to be a part of that. Like they wanted to experience that. Yeah. And they didn't they didn't know what it was for or what they would do, but it's like they were so determined to be a part of that and you know? Yes. <laughs> and they loved it. You know? Yeah. Those are the the school tuna days. Yeah. Yeah, it just gets my brain working. (laughs) There's there's so many memories, it's like kind of hard to even like set your mind on one. Right. They all hit you at once. And I think, you know, looking back at it, I think what was so uneasy about it all in the end is kind of how it all ended for us, like with COVID hitting. Yeah. And I think that's how we all kind of felt is it was so uneasy letting it all come to an end so fast that Mm -hmm. we really didn't get time to like mentally compute what we just went through for three or four years. Grieve. Mm -hmm. Seriously, yeah. To get ready for the end of the semester. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we didn't really get enough time to, you know, wrap a bow on it and say, man, this is awesome. Yeah. The next true. chapter, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which we all knew it was coming, but. Right. To come up, to just happen so fast like that, just sucked. Because, like, we were going to hit spring break and then kind of finish the rest of the year. Yeah. Whatever that looked. And then we ended up just going home and. Finishing school online. Yeah. That week was crazy, dude. Because we were and we were on spring break. I was I was out in Galveston. Y'all were all in Florida. Yeah. And I we when we got the news that they were like canceling school for a week, we were like jumping for joy. Like we were screaming. Just like like we're off school Ugh. and then the, like who would have thought a week later we'd be sitting like yeah. I remember sitting in the room and like Alex was crying on the floor and like everyone was devastated when we when we found out that they were kicking us out of the dorms yeah, yeah that was crazy yeah it was it was a wild roller coaster of emotions mm-hmm. yeah. and it was just me and you after that yeah, which I I was I'm very grateful we had that. Dude, um, me too. Like I think that was much needed, and I think a lot of guys on the hall at the time needed that too. Yeah, you know, dude, how was that semester? Or it was a full year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a full year. Or was it just one semester? Excuse me. I it felt like a full year. Yeah. 
I really think it was one semester. Because I was, I remember I was doing my student teaching at the time mm. at the middle school. Yeah. And then you were still, of course, you know, going to class or whatever. I think it was one semester because I came back from winter break, I think, and you had moved home. That was rough, dude. But uh, I'm from like, who were you with that semester? Uh, Shantae. Um, but I, I really felt like we were like the remnant. Like, it literally felt like we were just in that room, us against the world. Yeah. That's how it felt. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, we were wearing masks everywhere. You couldn't really go out and do anything. I was grateful that we at least could be on campus. But, yeah. a lot of nuke stop five. A lot of ridiculousness. <laughs> yes. A lot yeah. of Battlefield 1. Yes. <laughs> That's what got us through, man. Yeah. Dang. I remember I would just be sitting on the couch waiting for me to get back and I would just hear like, like stomping down the hallway and then it like stopped right at the door and then just uh, you just throw open the door just be standing there with his mask on just <laughs> staring dead in my eyes that reed stance ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah, that, that was a great semester. That was so much fun. I'm very grateful. Yeah, I think that um, that trip we did last year was we needed that. Yeah, we really needed that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Why do you think the guys on the hall, like when me and you were there, why do you think they needed that remnant of a? I think uh, because I don't know. I just feel like the guys that were still in the hall were kind of a mix of kind of the new, like new guys coming in versus like guys who knew about our hall and our and our mm. room. And there there was power in our room, man. Like you could feel it, and people knew about it. And you know, of course, we still played like like all that in the in the in the dorm and we just had fun and we uplifted them I think like, mm -hmm. I think our presence was felt in that hall mm -hmm. and like we like they knew we were there for them like mm -hmm. if they needed anything and we were like vocal and then you know we just we just poured into them mm -hmm. I think you know and they needed yeah. that it's like kind of we needed that because I feel yeah. like that was kind of our closure from COVID you know not being with our boys anymore, just kind of being on our own now. Yeah. I think it was necessary. Yeah. Well, you, like, so you, you listened to the first episode and you, you kind of like got an idea of what Zach and I are sort of trying to do. Mm -hmm. And like, do you think that's a good thing, bad thing? Like, do you think we should just leave it in the past? Or do you think people need something like this? Mm -hmm. I think, I think what we had and what, Zach and I built was like, it was bigger than ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it, it's something that was originally just something to have fun and to include people and to make sort of like a, like a, a social gathering, but it turned into like a movement and like people buying into what we were trying to do. And that was to be different. Mm -hmm. And like, it turned into the hall knowing that 
and then Bridges knowing that, and the whole school knowing that. Like people across campus yeah. knew about not Bridges, but second floor Bridges. Like, like we represented a whole community of people. Yeah. Like, and people loved it. Like we went against the grain of what you know the world tells us to do. And like, why do you think like how 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 did we have so much fun without ever like doing things that this like the world would say is super fun like mm-hmm. we never like went and got blacked out at a bar like we never went to the clubs or anything like what people say would traditionally be like well you have to go do this to have fun yeah we hardly even ever left the hall to have fun yeah yeah, yeah. it's true I think I think it was our personalities one I think we each brought something to the community that was unique and special and like we respected that about each other. Like we each brought something like a unique gift or like the ability to make people laugh or like intelligence or ideas mm. or creativity or, you know, cause that's important. You know, that's important, especially once a community of men, like that's everything. And I think we clicked so well with each other. And of course, like, I think a big part of it too was our RA at the time, which is Juan. Like yeah. he he was vital in the creation of the hub. Like if we had someone sure. else at yeah. RA, sure. there's a chance that hub might have never really existed. Yeah. And he was like he took so many shots for us and like Yeah. You know, he I, I feel like we would have I feel like we still would have been like we would have gotten away with a lot of stuff, yeah. but it Juan allowed it to really just like take off. Right. Yeah. And he knew what we were doing and I think he kinda liked it. <laughs> yeah. I think he kinda liked it. Yeah. He's like, oh, whatever. I'm just yeah. like, what you're but um I don't know. I, I don't I think we just had fun just with each other. Like I think some people try to identify in certain things. You know, I think I People want to be a part of something and whether it's like having a good time with your friends, going out drinking, getting wasted, you know, going downtown, whatever. And I think maybe that gives some people purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think for us, we found purpose in one another and like identity through fellowship and like seeking God together and like prioritizing each other. Mm. and each other's feelings you know because i know we had like us three had like some conversations dude at night 2 a.m 3 a.m that some people who called themselves friends you know yeah. would never have with each other yeah, yeah and like that's how you know like our community was strong like our bonds are strong so that's why we're doing that's why y'all made this is like because y'all don't want that to die you know it's so special it's so like one in a million yeah, but you see how much it you see how much it affects people's lives, like how much it affected our lives and the guys around us. Like we're all the way that we're all so tight, yeah. it's so close, it's like like literally brothers. Yeah, and I think you're right. Like people are looking for that kind of community to feel like they can connect with someone on that level. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. 
it's like, because even people we never thought we'd talk to or socialize with, like we're coming into our room. Yeah. And that's why our room is so important is because it was a safe place for people to come and like speak themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come grab a seat. You want to play some games and watch movies? I got some snacks in the closet if you want some. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, and people knew that. And mm. they were like, these dudes are kind of cool. I like this. And they come back. Yeah. And, yeah. To me, it always felt like, especially the first few weeks of school, there was so much in my life that was new and different and changing. To have, like, really a safe space to come back to and know that I could, like, just talk about, just be real about what was, whatever was going on. Um, was, like, so pivotal for me to be okay and like be healthy and be successful starting out in college because I think a lot of people uh, in college sometimes have a really hard time even like finding friends or making friends mm -hmm. and for me to be put there like a week before school started to meet all you guys to already have known Ryan that was just like I mean I count myself so lucky to have been there for that you know and I feel bad for other people that have never experienced that Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, we went so against the grain of how college is supposed to be. And some guys are going to go through SAGU just under the radar, kind of hanging by themselves, maybe make a few friends. And we just wanted it to be different. And we wanted it to be an experience. Like, seriously, we did. And... Some people resented it because it's not what they believe and it's not what they would have done with their, you know, um, educational career or whatever. And some people loved it because it was something that they could be a part of. And, you know, whichever opinion you have, you're going to keep doing what we're doing. It doesn't matter what you thought. We're going to keep going and we're going to still be the same dudes tomorrow. So y'all can hate us if you want, but we're, our doors are open to you, you know. Mm. Yeah. Kind of how it is sometimes. Yeah. I mean, there's never gonna, there's never gonna be something that just fits mm -hmm. that fits for everybody. Yeah, that's just that's just yeah. Yeah, life. Yeah. yeah, true. But I mean like right now, you know, we're all we've all been out of college for a few years. I mean like where can you go? to really meet other people in a social setting that doesn't involve alcohol. It's not like a club, it's not a bar. Um, you can go to church, but that's Sunday morning, maybe like Wednesday night. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's just like, there's just not a lot to do. Or to you know, just not all places to meet other people. That I think being away from Sagu, it's helped me realize how much I appreciate our friendship mm. and like just true friends in general because they're so hard to find. Like there's so many fake people who claim to be your friend, and you're like trying to be transparent with them, and they're like not ready for that. 
Oh, they can't handle that, you know? But seriously, like, yeah. they can't handle that weight. I'm like, oh, it's like true friends are hard to find. So, like, if you get one, dude, you got to hang on to it. Mm. That's why it's like I refuse to let go of what I had it. So I do. Because mm. it's so real, so so genuine. And so rare. Like, we were just kind of all, how we all ended up there was like a miracle. Yeah. Like, you were set on a different school. I've never heard of what Zagu was. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. God's plan in action. You know, follow and trust in him. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. What would you say, Joseph, from kind of your first year at Sagu from kind of what Zach and I sort of built, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is what, what was your first true moment of like, wow, this is different than mm-hmm. what anything I've experienced before? My first moment was probably, um, I think it was probably like the second day I was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did a sauna party mm-hmm. with Martinelli. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we got in the, the bathroom suite and, uh, the, like the suite bathroom and turned on all the hot water. Made it a sauna in there and uh, blasted some tunes mm-hmm. and drank some sparkling <laughs> juice. <laughs> some Martinelli. Yeah. And, Oh, you know what else? Is when Ryan was playing Madden with Z and you were like in Ryan's ear, like yelling at him with your finger a millimeter away from the Xbox button (laughs) about to turn it off. Right. (laughs) And I was like, wow, (laughs) this is different. But it was like genuinely everything everything I could have wanted or everything that I did want like my whole life. It and even things I didn't even realize I didn't even things I didn't realize I wanted, I got on second floor. Like the community, the fun, the outrageousness, the permission to be my the space to be myself to figure out who I even thought I was mm-hmm. and. I think everyone needs everyone needs that mm-hmm. opportunity. Um, you know, a uh, little quick story. So, at the school I used to work at, there was a coach. Um, his name's Coach Townsend, and um, every single year he does this men's retreat um, out near Houston. And when when I say men's retreat, it's not like campfires and worship songs it's like intense intense like christian men work and like you work through your shadows and kind of you know you're there with about 20 25 different men who you have no idea who they are and you're there for about two or three days and you do like different you know exercises and activities together um to really kind of dig down and what kind of man you are inside mm-hmm. and um, i did it and it was awesome and so one of the lessons we learned, I'll never forget. And they said, 
every man has a little boy inside of him. And sometimes the little boy wants to get out and have fun and be themselves and get some attention. But sometimes we keep him inside and just be the man that the world expects us to be. Mm. And that's kind of the role that we play. And like, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, when I'm around the boys, like my little boy comes out and I can have fun and like decompress and like reality just doesn't exist. You know, like life pauses and I'm like, my little boy's out. But then I go to work and I'm like, okay, but a man, I got to, you know, professional face, got to be a man now and like mm. get back after it. You know? mm. But I think sometimes you need your little boy to run around and have fun and like laugh and enjoy life mm. because it goes by too quick, you know? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I've heard that, like what you're saying. I've heard someone say, that men should strive to be one third boy and two thirds man. Mm-hmm. To never lose that side of you, like that creative curiosity, that silliness, that goofiness. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I think it's like it helps you to decompress. And there's something healthy about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I think if you don't decompress, it builds up into something you don't want, like anger or. Depression or you know loneliness, right, yeah. anxiety, stress. Mm-hmm. Like you can be around people, but you can still feel lonely. Yeah, you know, absolutely. you can. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that you can feel so alone, and and like no one understands you. But you know. yeah, there's something about authenticity too. Like, like there's. People like I'm extremely introverted. Like I mean, I don't. I hate social gatherings. I hate talking to people. But like when I'm around y'all or I'm around anybody that I enjoy being around, like like I kind of like show myself a little more, a little more emotion, a little more, you know, socializing, whatever. But it's just something about like authentic relationships mm-hmm. that you can just be yourself and not some fake, you know, some fake person. Which I'm horrible yeah. at. I can't be, like, I can't be fake. I have no, it's just, I'm such, I guess I'm just such, like, like you're just too real. Man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just too real. Like, even if I try, <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. Zach and I both, we both said to each other many times that we genuinely think you're, you're probably the, probably the funniest person we know <laughs> currently. Yeah. In our lives, yeah. both of our lives. Yeah. But so many people will never see that. Never. No. No. Yeah. But forget them, dude. (laughs) 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 So you're a new you're a new father? New father, yeah. Three month three month year old boy. It's your son is three months. You have a firstborn son. Yeah. That's that's incredible. How was that process? It's I mean, obviously it's life changing, but it's like my mindset has completely flipped and like he's become like my number one priority. Mm. And I think as a man, you know, because the father and the mother, they play different roles in different parts of their lives. And right now, the mother is, you know, the biggest part of his life right now. Yeah. Nurturing, <clears throat> feeding, calming, stuff like that. And the first couple of weeks of his life, I was like, you know, kind of getting 
not necessarily, you know, disappointed, but like, man, you know, I, I wish I could, you know, help them or calm them down. Like, but of course the mother, you know, it's number one comfort right now. But I say to myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a time in his life where he needs me more. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he's going to need his dad. Like when he gets, you know, older and a little bit more mature. Yeah. Absolutely. Gonna, dude, yeah. yeah. And he's going to start kind of, you know, mother's nurturing right now and start kind of leaning more towards me for yeah. advice and what should I do? So I just want to, you know, make sure I'm equipped to answer, you know, his, his, his questions and like his curiosities because, you know, I just, I, I'll play such a big part of his life that I want to be able to you know, give him the right answers. Mm -hmm. the I can't believe you're a dad, man. I know. It's wild. Yeah. Let's be honest. He's a bad mom before. <laughs> yeah. I've had lots of practice. No. <laughs> I guess how many how many second floor guys are dads now? Three? Three? three. Yeah, three. You yeah. count Tyler? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I'm grateful for second floor because I don't know. It, it's just, I think it helped me like with my character and like my maturity really? in the sense of like, I don't know. Like it, it's kind of, it's kind of weird, but it's, it like helped me with like, maybe like my confidence and like the way I carry myself, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of hard to explain, but it, it allowed me to carry myself in a way that I'm like, I'm proud of and like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I'm confident with. I think there's yeah. something to having having buddies or like having really really close friends who who know who know you so well mm -hmm. validate you. Yeah. So like when you're in your daily life, you can have more confidence knowing not only does someone have your these guys have your back, but they've seen who you really are because you let your guard down with them, yeah. and and they're like they're they're good with, like they're supportive of who you really are and yeah. that i think not a lot of people get to have people like that who can just really validate their true selves not who they just try to walk around as mm -hmm. and it creates this like well, the, well when they really get to know me then they'll they'll know i'm really a bad person or they'll know i really struggle with this and i'm not perfect and da 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 but like if you know that i think that's how it is in marriage yeah like your wife knows and my wife knows like who we really are and mm -hmm. all the things that we're not good at, all the things that we forget, yet they love us still. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of like marriage is the starting point with a wound. Like, of course, there's dating, but once you start like truly living together and then now there's a baby too, like you start learning more and more about each other. Mm. And... That's kind of just marriage. You're just figuring it out as you go. Mm. And you're figuring each other out. And saying, I'm okay with who you are. And no matter, you know, how much, how many times you fall short or whatever, you know, you're, I'll always love you and, you know, mm. support you and stuff. So, 
marriage is it's awesome. But anyways. It's just something that requires growth. Yeah. Just like everything else. <laughs> I I'm I have a question I'm curious about. Like in your opinion, as far as your uh I guess like your faith, right? How how do you think the second floor dynamic and like experience affected that part of your life? Mm. I guess I don't know. I mean, I'm trying. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think, I think one thing that was unique about us, we pushed each other to go to church and we woke each other up and we supported one another. And of course we all had hall devos and we were constantly around the Bible always. Like if we were in devotionals, if we were in chapel together, if we were in our Proverbs together, if we were in whatever. You know, yeah. we're always like in scripture together. Like, and I think it helped me in my faith because I think it allowed me to, um, I don't know, I kind of I think of it as that's how church is supposed to be. Like, it's kind of like men who are kind of on the same mission together, like unified and growing in faith together and knowing that one another is not perfect and that we don't match up yeah, and being okay with that. And like, I see you and I accept you just as you are, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, kind of like the hub in a sense, you know, like, yeah. you know, yeah. come as you are. doesn't matter what you have on. doesn't matter, you know, where your faith is, where you stand, like you're accepted. Like, come on. Yeah. And mm. kind of that community was what helped me. I agree. Yeah, I think I would say the same thing. Yeah, because I was—I was, I remember, or I said on the first pod that we did that that was like probably the closest thing to the early church that I've ever felt, where mm-hmm. we're literally just like literally doing life together. Yeah, and in almost every aspect, eating together, devos, like sleeping in the same room. Yeah, we were just always together. Yes. And we spent three years, two and a half to three years in the same room. Yeah. Together. Which obviously that's, you know, unrealistic now. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Just that, that feeling of the feeling of us all just kind of spurring each other on. And in, in in any way, in like jokes, in in you know like life or in any aspect, we just kind of we spread each other on, we encourage each other, yeah. and like and uplift each other's like personalities, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The hub was a consistent place. It was. There was always kind of a joyful vibe to the hub. Mm. Like no matter what kind of day you had or what you were going through at home or 
relationship or school. Like you can always come to the hub and just forget about it. That's true. Yeah. It's like when you walked yeah. in, it didn't matter. The little pocket. Yeah. Like hidden from the world. Yeah. <laughs> like just come in here and just don't think about it. And when you exit, then it's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which we provided that for people and provided it for ourselves too. Yeah. It was an outlet for yeah. us. Which, mm. yeah. <sighs> it was just so special. And it's kind of like a church. Like, there's the church building and there's the church inside of it, which is the congregation. It's just mm. like us. Like, like, this is the hub, you know? Like, it's the people in it. It's not freaking college dorm room. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. Like, we right. made it because of the people that were in it. Hundred percent. Like, yeah. It's traveling. Yeah, I think that's why when we all get together, it's like nothing changed. Absolutely. Because it's right there with us. Yes. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Hmm. Yeah. When's the next get together, dude? All the guys. Yeah. We need like we need to do something. Yeah. Every year, two years or something. Yeah. Life slips by before you know it. Year by year. I feel like it goes faster outside of college because you don't have as many increments of time. It's not like semester break, semester mm -hmm. break. It's just yeah. All in the life. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think you know with this podcast and as y'all go on and make more episodes which I'll definitely be listening to when y'all post but like just remember why you're doing it and you know just Like, I think what we have was so special and still is special. Like, it hasn't gone anywhere. It's just moved to another location. You know? Yeah. It hasn't gone anywhere. So, but I think what y'all are doing is freaking awesome. And I support it 100%. And, like, this is just the start. Like, mm. this is episode two. Yeah. Just wait till, like, episode 25. <laughs> and, like, dude, everything's different. And then episode 50, y'all have a studio. Yeah. And hopefully I'll be back on it and I'll just <laughs> debrief and but it's cool what y'all doing, man. Just keeping it alive. Letting other people experience it. That's the biggest thing, is like that's why that's why we did the second four experience on the hall. Mm -hmm. I think it's because we wanted other people to get a glimpse of what we all enjoyed. Yeah. So much. Yeah. And people weren't a part of it. They had no idea what they were stepping into. They had no but they clue. signed up. Yeah. That's all they knew. Yeah. They signed up. I still don't think they really quite understood what they saw on that on that experience. It was <laughs> some things were not meant to be understood. <laughs> it definitely That's not. so true. That's yeah. so true. Like Zachary, we we tried to tried to break down the elements that made second floor so fun yeah. and so unique and irrationality is one of them 
Yeah. And I think one thing people don't understand is that not everything we did was meant to be understood. That's the point. <laughs> I don't think we've been understood. No, that's <laughs> what we were doing. Yeah, you're right, dude. But that was like the, was the point. it was just spontaneous and it was just like spur of the moment. And yeah. we just did it. Like we <laughs> thought of something and we did it. Like there was no, there was no process. <laughs> yeah. And we, yeah. Like raiding third floor with no shirts on and a mask and seeing our dorm master there after we opened the door. After, I mean, essentially having like a ritual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all definitely need to go in the description. <laughs> so, dude, it's so, yeah. That'd be awesome. It's hard to know what to say, like what we yeah. can't, what we're, what we'd be allowed to say. Right. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I think about that uh, that whole experience thing we did mm-hmm. and all the rooms we had that were just completely like the most random things from someone who had never seen us before or like had never been on our hall before. Yeah. Uh, the one, the, the first one is literally us watching a movie of Jensen kissing a girl. That was the first room? That was the very first room. I thought the first room was Sea of Thieves. No. No? No, the first one was us watching a movie of Jensen that was the making first out with a girl as a student on a student film. <laughs> and cheering. Oh. Yeah. Man. That's the icebreaker. <laughs> Gosh, I miss Jensen. Yeah. That's kind of the beauty of it, man. They I mean they knew two things. They knew what it was called, and they knew where to sign up. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's all they knew. They each got playing cards. Yeah. <laughs> they <made it> cut out. <laughs> the power ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like. I just think about like. You know, people. The students that came through expecting something that just like wild, and like, and then them going through and just being like, "What did I just like? Mm-hmm. This is all they do." Yeah, like, that's, they, they this is do. it. Like this is, this is it. This is what second four is. You know, that's true. But to us, it's like we don't even care. We don't even care. <laughs> like not one bit. Whether you like it or not, or what it like, what this is just what we do. But and we we started Christmas lights and Christmas tree at a hot chocolate Christmas event to a whole entire hall production. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. theatrical yeah. production event. Yes, I was toasted that night, bro. I was toasted. I was so tired. It really gives you a new respect for people that are in theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like those Halloween, um, like haunted house things yeah. people do. We did it for one night for three hours. 
Imagine, imagine if we had to do it for like a whole weekend. Over and over. Gosh. Mm. I still can't believe we, like, we actually did it. Like when we came out of that M10 experience. Yeah. And we're like, let's do a second floor experience. <laughs> yeah. And we actually That's did right. it. It's like that movie where it's like, <laughs> when planes finally leave, leave the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are uh? What what is Winston up to now? I don't know. I think he graduated. Pretty sure he got his master's. Really? Yeah. yeah. Or he might be still in school. Or, yeah, he might be still getting. Still doing track. Still running. Oh, really? Or he's coaching. He needs to. Dude, I remember he would just, he would walk in our room and let out <laughs> the loudest burp I've ever heard in my life, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, it would shatter my eardrums. Oh, like, <laughs> his vocal cords can go, like, so high that, or so low, it's like, but so loud. Yes. Like, like he can project. <laughs> yes. Like he's very talented. Uh, yeah. He is. <laughs> oh, oh, that's awesome. Man. <sighs> I think about um uh the full eagle <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. And that was kind of like a side quest. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was kind of like a spur of the moment thing, of course. Yeah, yeah. And one person did it, and then we're like, okay, you know, okay, go do it. And then everyone was just like, it was like an everyday thing. Yeah. Well, then it became then it became like a badge, like if like you earned it, like if you could complete the challenge. You earned the status of a full eagle. Do you, do you remember the pelican? Like, <laughs> like, like, you did like an athletic feat. I've never yeah. seen. Like, for the viewers, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, I think what we can describe what that was was we had a pull up bar in our bathroom, yeah. um, on our bathroom door, and the full eagle was like, you hang upside down, right? You just. You, uh, and you, like, you didn't have to, like, stick your legs through, right? It was just, like, like you just hang upside down, or? Yeah, well, and you do stick your legs through, but it's, like, you get the neutral grip on it, and then, you, and then you're, like, in a upside-down position. It's, it's actually pretty tough, especially, yeah, like, the heavier, yeah. the heavier yeah, you yeah. are. It's like, I can't believe that pull-up bar didn't, like... Oh, it was amazing. Didn't snap on us. Or, the, or, or the, like the railing on the door, like yeah. the, the door frame. And <laughs> I know. It or snap. I mean, it was concrete in there. It's like, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That video, bro, of uh, when we were doing that like workout night, and like I'm just like, like you, the video pans over and you see me look at the mirror with the Oz mask, bro. <laughs> yeah, we did pull ups. Yeah. 
And then Nathan with like his trucker hat and his little cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing curls. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of crazy, um, though, how, like, when we, when we disbanded the Mega yeah. Hub, the Mega Hub, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, like, pretty short, shortly after that, that, like, then it was spring break, and then everything hit, and we were done, like, that was it, yeah, so, like, us being back on our own didn't even last very long. Like, I never got to get my bed back on the bunk bed. <laughs> From that time on, like, after Nathan and Ryan destroyed our yeah, rooms. That's, right. that's what created the the break. From Because we we wanted it back. Yeah. We wanted it back to the original we had it. Yeah. And they didn't. So it's kind of like the... the yeah, yeah. So they, they trashed our room. Like, pretty bad. Did you ever see when it happened? It wasn't just trash. It was like it mutilated. Was, yeah. Like, I couldn't really open the door, bro. Like, walking in. It's just like all of our stuff. It's just like our couch is like tipped over, like standing up on its side. There's just like, like everything is everywhere. I, I didn't know where to step. And I never, like, I think we cleaned, we, I mean, we definitely cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. But my mat- my mattress was just on the floor, and that's how I left it for the rest of the yeah. semester because we were gone after like shortly after that. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <sighs> it's good times. Good times. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks for having us over, dude. Of course. Thank y'all for coming, making the drive, for letting me on. Absolutely. We're uh, your first guest. I know. Our first. Feel honored. Official. Anytime. Got that fence fixed. Fence. <laughs> yeah, it's currently uh, ten degrees outside. <laughs> it's so cold. Yeah. Hope hope y'all have a lot of success on this podcast, man. I hope, hope that, like y'all just like thrive. I mean, that this thing just really gets going. And we'll see you. Because if not, I'm gonna be living on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> just just be persistent and like you know, just remember why you do it. Mm. Remember the reason. No exceptions, right? No exceptions. No exceptions. Right. Nice. <laughs> shut down, shut down. Right. But I think that video was like it was important for the hub. That video. Which video? The jump down video. Jump down, the, jump down. Yeah, yeah. The song? Yeah. Yeah. Like that was it was important. I wouldn't say it was like an anthem or like a key song. No. It no. was it was important. Though. It was. It was very important. Yeah. It was an honorable mention. Right. 
We need to have you film some some audio as well right here, read. Yeah. We were saying the top three were February 7th. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the two? We just, we, yeah, we were just texting each other about it. Um, we said that... Uh, <coughs> God, excuse me. We are saying that uh, piece of... Yeah. Yeah, we are saying that's, that's the anthem. Yeah, that's like, yeah. Yeah. What was that um, Sam Cooke song we listened to over and over and over and over and over again? Oh, uh, Nothing Can Change This Love? Mm. Dude, that was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. That was like early on, but I definitely consider that top three. Yeah, for sure. And then. That was a song to our dance. That was our first dance at our wedding. That's a great song, dude. Such a good song. I have it. I have it. Hold on. Yeah, I'm not sure about the third one. We just we listen to so much music. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was February seven, one fifteen, and I don't want to stop. Yeah, I don't want to stop. Was definitely yeah, yeah. I would I would say one fifteen is honorable mention. Really? Yes, the freaking awesome song. But I don't. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't want to stop. Was like that was that was yeah that one was that was that one was a game changer. Right. That video, dude. Because that's what started all of it. Yeah. Like wearing it and that video of us too. Like yeah. we're just going crazy too. Like I remember, I was in tears, laughing so hard at that. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. gotta figure out how to uh, get that movie um, that I made up somewhere mm. and yeah. not copyrighted. <laughs> yeah. We gotta figure that out sometime. Mm. Like on YouTube or something? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like that video is the closest thing you could get to yeah. seeing what it was like mm. yeah. without like being there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to say? Mm. Any other stories you want to get in? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Anything else? Although I will say, some of the artwork you made for the hug was like critical too. Really? Would you attest to that? Yeah. Like you made yeah, some for really, sure. really cool stuff. I was glad to contribute. Dude, the hub sign? Yes. The hub sign. Existence. Yeah. You made that whole armor for bridges. Dude. And 
you just made like a bunch of cool stuff. I remember walking through the hall with Pastor Abby, and the the resistance sign was above the hallway door, and she was like, "What's that about?" And I was just like, "Oh, it's just a cool sign we made." <laughs> <laughs> You wanted to describe had no clue. You wanted to describe what it really was for people? Uh what was it really? I mean it was like I mean I, it was really the resistance against her, right? Like <laughs> pretty much. Because <laughs> of the restriction. It's almost like yeah. the dorm pastors are like different seasons in a TV show. Yeah. It's like different yeah. seasons. Season we had one season every, two, season every three. semester or year. Every year. We had a different one. Yeah. Pastor, it was probably because of us. Pastor uh, Tyler was the first one. Freshman year. Then, um... Uh, Carlos? No. Never Carlos. Was it Pastor Chelsea? Was that her name? Oh, maybe. Chelsea? Yes. And then Josh. Then Josh, and then Abby. And then Abby. I would say... Mm, so that's four seasons. <laughs> yeah, four four years. I would say season three had some good stuff. In it. Oh yeah, yeah. Season two had some good stuff. But oh, season, for sure. Season four was like we had everyone there. Well, for the last season two, like, <coughs> gosh, sorry. Um, when we first started playing SF. That was like the start of it all. I felt yeah. like yeah. that was when all of us guys started like hanging out every night. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was really important to all. That was a wild time. Mm-hmm. And then season three, like, yeah. like the height of school tuna was pretty nuts. Yes. Yeah, I would say that's like like the prime, like the. You think so? You think that was peak second floor? Because, because the four art. I mean, dude, Mega Hub was epic. It was epic. Yeah. And the second floor experience, the fact that we pulled it off. And the Florida trip. And the Florida trip. Everything. Well, I, the second floor experience, I, I know for a fact there will never be anything like that in second history. Oh, <laughs> never. Never again. Like, that was, we made school history by doing that. That could have been Sagu's most successful commercial for the school ever. <laughs> if they would have allowed that. Did we get an actual number of how many people attended that? I don't know. I want to say it was like, between 20 and 30 people. I want to say it was like more around 30 because I think there was like... How many groups is that? Five like, groups of... So like five groups of six or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. For a non-school planned event. For a <laughs> dorm hall. Yeah. <laughs> At a small school too. And we didn't really even advertise it. Really? You know? No, we yeah, didn't no, advertise it. Just like, it won a school event. Yeah. So yeah. imagine if we like made flyers for it. And like told the whole school about it. Yeah, like, we didn't make like, one flyer. Like, people would show up to that. It's all word of mouth and social yeah. media. Yeah. 
I think with, with um, I don't think we would have had another chance to do it either after that one. No. If we had missed that one, that would have been it. Yeah. That's wild, dude. That's wild. Yeah. Do you guys remember um, when we had the, uh, it was the SF punishment, but we each made the, pow- the slide on the PowerPoint for, uh, for what's his name? <laughs> oh, um, I never made a slide. You never made a slide? I don't think so. What? Were you there for it? Mm-hmm. You were there. Yeah, yeah, you were there. I just never made a slide, but I know I didn't lose. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm just going to watch what happens. Oh, my gosh, dude. Was it for, like, a class presentation? No. No, we, the the punishment was that he had to, we each got to create, like, we created a PowerPoint, and everyone got to make one slide each, mm-hmm. and you put whatever you want on it. And then that person, the loser, had to present it to all the students that were visiting, like, for campus days. <laughs> In the lounge. <laughs> I just, dude, what was his name? What was that? JD? No. Oh. No, was it? No. no, it wasn't him. Uh, I forget his name, but I just remember that slide for over. <laughs> I remember that was an intense game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that was a bad punch. Whoever made the slide, that was like, he's like reading it. I forget what all I said first, but he was like, and now I'm going to do a backflip. <laughs> and he did it, dude. I was I was shocked. I was shocked that he, that he did that. Gosh. That was so funny. Yeah. <clears throat> all those, like, visiting kids look like Deer in the headlights. Dude. They saw their future like flash before their eyes <laughs> yeah. there. They thought we were morons. <laughs> yeah. Were they wrong? No. <laughs> no. No. <clears throat> Gosh. Well. You ready for some ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> Windows rolled down. It's uh, it's about like eight thirty. It's nine o'clock. Well, wait, what what is the temperature outside? If it's above ten, we're not going. <laughs> what if the wind chills low? It is twelve degrees outside. What's the wind chill? What does it feel like? Yeah, um, what does it feel like? You know? Feels like negative three. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. Ice cream it is. <laughs> Perfect for ice cream. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to feel my face, dude. Ice cream does sound actually really good. I know. What kind? What's around here? Ice cream, you scream. We all scream. I mean, there's Sonic, there's... Not Dairy Queen. Oh. Dude, Dairy Queen kind of slaps. I would die to go to Dairy Queen with you guys right now. It's probably closed. No. It's not even 8.30. What? It's 9 o'clock. Is it really? Yeah. Wait, what? Oh. Oh, I was... Look it up. Look it up. 
Um, yeah. Make sure you leave your mic on. <laughs> Remember, you're no exception to the rule. Peace.